1: Internal Medicine Physician with Hennepin Healthcare, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning, good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to this edition of Healthy Matters. Your host, Dr. David Hill, that is in studio with a couple of special guests. Beautiful morning here. It's a gorgeous morning.
2: Um, good morning, everybody. Thanks for listening. It's a nice springtime day there here is. in the Twin Cities. Cinco de Mayo. It is Cinco de Mayo. Although I went out the other day and we just called it Trace de Mayo and we went with it, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> that works too. Yeah, the, the cafeteria at the hospital was loaded with fantastic uh, food from uh,
3: from mm. Mexico. It
2: was great on Trace de Mayo. You know, so, well, good morning, everybody. I'm glad you're all listening. Um, and uh, just best wishes to Jim Gilbert Absolutely. as he uh, goes into a new phase of his career. I've uh, listened to Nature Notes for years, and Absolutely. so um, and so. Thank you so much, Jim, for all. For being part of our Sunday morning breakfast, thanks for all these years. I don't know if I'm how I'm going to know when the hummingbirds are coming. That's true, because Jim always tells us when the hummingbirds are coming into town. Anyway, we're, we'll call them. We'll call them. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. Anyways, we're still here. We're gonna. Have, we have a great topic today. We have a topic that you can only do if you work at Hennepin. Um, uh, I think um others know a little bit about it but we know a lot. We're going to talk about wound healing. We're going to talk about hyperbaric oxygen and what that has to do with wound healing and we're going to talk about why you why you should why you should care. Um it's a big Deal And to help me out, I have a couple of repeat guests on the show this morning. Um, Both of them have been on the show. The one who's been on more often, Dr. Nicole Bowerly, she she runs our our, um, podiatry surgery department. She's in charge of that program. She specializes in medical and surgical treatment of foot and ankle disorders in adults and in kids. She does traumatic fracture care management. She does sports-related injuries. She does wound care, including diabetic wound care, which we're going to talk about, um, vascular problems. Um, we're going to talk about that. She does that as well. And she does foot and ankle deformities, which cause chronic pain. So um, if you have uh, questions or concerns about your feet, there there isn't anybody who knows more about it than Dr. Bowerly. Welcome back, Nikki. Good to have you. Thanks
3: for having me back.
2: So you've had a a long night, I think. Um, So she might be a little tired. So listeners, you know, if she starts to mumble or you know, um, or anything like that, she's been doing. You were operating not long ago.
3: Yeah, I finished up my case about three this morning.
2: Okay, so so in our line of work or in her line of work, sometimes you have to operate at two, three in the morning, and she was just doing that. And but. That's the dedication of the people here. You had to come anyway, huh?
3: That's correct. So I'm here for the radio show, and then I return to the hospital for two more cases. Oh,
2: my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm going to go just to drink some coffee. So that's what I'm going to do. She's a hard-working surgeon, and um, so thank you for being on the show. Um, she's been on two or three or four times in the, over the past decade um, talking about various issues around your feet. Also joining me as a repeat guest, Dr. Tom Masters. He is a double-boarded person in medicine. That means he's an emergency medicine doctor and a hyperbaric medicine doctor. Welcome back to the show, Tom. Thanks for having me. Uh, he does um, uh, quite a bit of work in limb preservation and using hyperbaric oxygen for that
0: purpose. That's not all he does, but that's one of uh, his areas of specialty. How did you get into that, Tom? You know, I, I, so my primary board is an emergency room doctor and uh, – we see a lot of the same things over and over again, and uh, sometimes things are refractory and hard to treat. But uh, one of the things I always kind of like about being involved in uh, wound care and helping people with uh, wounds that are refractory and working with uh, like Dr. Bowerly is that we get to see good results and have people that have been struggling with something for a while. And then when we have a good coordinated response, we get results and people can get to uh, move on with their lives and get feeling better. That's super cool. Now, I remember,
2: and um, I've talked about it on the air, about our hyperbaric chamber few years ago i can't remember gee i don't even remember when it was four or five six years ago they brought in a huge big tank from australia that's <laughs> correct, <yeah. laughs> and it it replaced what looked like something out of 20,000 leagues under the sea our old chamber so can you just
0: briefly tell me just to start off the show tom um about our hyperbaric program so i I'm, I'm i'm biased here obviously but i think we have one of the premier hyperbaric uh, centers in the country um, if not the world um, you're absolutely right. We uh, brought our chamber in over from Australia, um, shipped in one piece, and kind of constructed a part of the hospital around it. Um, we're one of the busiest hyperbaric units um, in, in uh, the nation. Um, we take care of uh, – we do about, about 5,000 um, dives a year. So it's a lot of people we're seeing and uh, um, doing really cool stuff, um, not just wound care, um, but uh, we see patients who have radiation injury from their cancers. Um uh, we have uh, people um, who have um, emergencies with only emergency uh, hyperbaric chamber in all of Minnesota, western Wisconsin, and uh, north and south Dakota. And uh, if you have uh, carbon monoxide poisoning, we treat you. Um, if you have uh, um, the flesh-eating bacteria infections, um, we treat those patients as well. Um, Patients who have uh, scuba diving related injuries. Every so often we see somebody coming up from uh, the Great Lakes. Um, so it happens. They're not from Lake Harriet. No, uh, we've, we've seen that, believe it or not, too. Um, have you? We, we have, yeah. Okay.
2: Here's yeah. more than people want to know also. But I used to scuba dive when oh, I was funny. a teenager. And I remember doing my, my test run at Square Lake near Stillwater. And, and – and I don't recall getting uh, um, you know, nitrogen sickness or any of that. I'm wondering, you know, we've got one of like the world's premier hyperbaric oxygen chamber. We're not in the Grand Caymans here. <laughs> no, this is true. So, but you do see some scuba diving. We, we in
0: the- do, yeah. Um, in, the, in the wintertime, and in fact, uh, a few months ago, we, we did see people coming back from vacation. And, and they had uh, dive-related illnesses from their trips uh, to, to warmer climates. And they came back to the upper Midwest and had uh, consequences from, from their, their scuba diving stuff.
2: So we're going to talk about all of that today, um, but I'm going to ask um, you, Dr. Barley, why do we have a foot surgeon and a hyperbaric guy in the room at the same time? In other words, what what is the kind of the intersection with what you do, what Dr. Masters does, and, and in limb preservation?
3: So we have a lot of research now that shows uh, diabetic foot ulcers. Uh, do better with a team approach. So if it's just one physician caring for foot ulcers, those actually do less well than having multiple docs on board. So you want to see a podiatric surgeon. uh, And then we also, um, right away from the beginning, involve vascular surgery or interventional radiology to help improve the blood flow from the large vessel standpoint. And then small vessels is where hyperbarics comes in as well.
2: So I was saying earlier, I was going to tell listeners, why should you care? This is a relatively big deal um, with diabetes particularly and other venous insufficiencies. So let's try to get our heads around about diabetes. Um, some of you may have diabetes, and, um, but it's a bigger deal in Minnesota and nationwide than many people realize.
3: So let's do some trivia.
2: All right, trivia time.
3: <laughs> yeah, so how many people in the state of Minnesota have diabetes?
2: Twelve. Not quite, huh? No, it's a lot, isn't it? As a primary care doctor, I know it's a lot. How many people in Minnesota have a lot? So 50,000, 100,000?
3: Roughly 350,000 Minnesotans have diabetes.
2: 350,000 Minnesotans. So that's like the entire population of Minneapolis.
3: It's about 9% of the Minnesotan population.
2: Oh, that's a ton. And so um, uh, do they all know it?
3: No. So about 1 in 10 uh, Minnesotans don't know that they have diabetes, and so this is the important thing about preventative care and not just amputations. Uh, so we like to do preventative care. So see your primary care doctor. Um, Minute clinics are great for ear infections or small things, but continue with your primary care and get checked out and make sure that you're nice and healthy and nothing's missing. So,
2: I second that completely. If you're, you know, as somebody who does see patients in clinic in a primary care setting, if you... Um, Everybody should be screened at some point in your life for diabetes, but there are some people that really should be. Um, if you are um, carrying a little extra weight, if you're a bigger person, if you have some family history of it, if you have any symptoms um, of, of diabetes, but everybody, even if you don't have any of that, um, it's easy. It's just a blood test.
3: And unfortunately for Minnesotans, diabetes is on the rise, and there's about 18,000 new diagnoses every year in the state of Minnesota.
2: So... I like what you said about prevention. Um, those of us who don't know we have yet have diabetes, um, you would be wise to find out. And but and then those one in ten nearly Minnesotans that do have it, you can still prevent some of the complications of of diabetes, which would be um, foot injuries and you know and vision problems for that matter and kidney problems with good management of your diabetes. So I think prevention is probably the first message we're going to say here. Um, I love that. So you're a foot surgeon, and we're talking about prevention. What happens when it does progress? Um, why, why is it that um, wounds happen in people with diabetes?
3: So over time, that high blood sugar can damage both the arteries and the nerves, and patients get into what's called peripheral neuropathy, and that's where they can't feel their feet. And even something as simple as wearing the wrong shoes Um, they don't feel the rock in there or that their shoe is ill-fitting and they end up with a blister. And then our wound healing response is delayed in which they can end up with infections leading to amputations.
2: And those wounds can just be present for months and months?
3: So that's what we hope. um, That doesn't happen. Uh, So if you do have a blister or a small wound, you want to see your podiatrist right away. Um, and there are new guidelines coming out even for, um, for everybody, including patients with their internist, um, that if your wound is not shrinking by half within four weeks, you should be referred on to a specialist. So don't wait that months and months and months with your general practitioner or your internist. Ask for that referral right away. That's when we can um, help save toes and feet and legs.
2: We're going to repeat that after the break. We have to take a short break. Is that right? Denny? That's right. And I'm uh-huh. going to repeat that. That was a great little tip right
1: there. All right. Very good. Let's uh, take this break. And uh, I'm going to give the phone number and the text number. You can join in on the conversation. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. And welcome back to Healthy Matters this Sunday morning. And here again is your host, Dr. David Hilton.
2: Thanks, Danny. Um, Dr. Bowerly, you said just before the break that if someone's wound isn't getting better on their foot, in a certain amount of time they should probably um, see you, see a surgeon um, in podiatry. Could you say that again?
3: Sure. So um, a lot of times patients uh, struggle with wound he- care or healing on their own at home before they even present to their primary care doctors. So it's been weeks or months already. Uh, and then sometimes they sit with their primary care doctor for, for a while as, as well. And then ultimately there's a referral over to our limb preservation program. Um, and with some new reimbursements coming out through Medicare, um, we're looking at uh, we know that early intervention does better and it's cheaper for healthcare care dollars. Um, and so if your wound is not shrinking by half within four weeks, you want to be asking for a referral to a specialist.
2: Okay, that's good tip there. So now, when you when a when a patient a person comes to our our wound preservation our limb preservation program, what what can they expect from you two? Who wants to tackle that?
0: Well, so I th- I think the the biggest thing that we at our um, specialty center is that uh, you see a bunch of different specialists. Um, we have everything in house at Hennepin, and, and that's what patients need that have these complicated wounds that are hard to heal. So they start off with uh, our podiatric surgeons, um, Dr. Bowerly or um, Uh, one of her colleagues, and uh, they kind of do intake and see what's been done Um, because obviously we don't want to reinvent the wheel. And uh, if if there's things that haven't been tried, uh, we want to make sure that we cover that. Um, And then they're kind of the quarterback on these initial intakes and then um, can steer patients to the next interventions that they might need, Um, referral to interventional radiology, um, referral to hyperbarics, um, for additional testing and studies that we can do um, at our facility um, to kind of figure out what the next best step and the best targeted approach um, that these patients need to, to get them healed. So I want to talk about hyperbaric. What does that mean? So hyperbaric oxygen therapy is kind of the bottom line is that we give people super high doses of oxygen. So we put you in a room, increase the pressure in the room, and the oxygen you breathe under pressure gets dissolved into your body um, by your lungs and uh, gets uh, um, all over, um, and particularly to areas that are poorly um, oxygenated. Um, So for patients who have diabetic foot wounds, it's the, the foot that we're kind of most concerned about. And uh, that uh, gives you more oxygen than you would have under nor- normal circumstances. But it also triggers some of our body's stem cells to go and to grow into new blood vessels uh, and solve some of the microvascular, the uh, microscopic blood vessel problems that these patients have.
2: Is that the main reason why wounds don't heal is the vasculature isn't good?
0: Is that the main reason? Well, it's, it's a bunch of different things. Um, it, it's that it, uh, the wounds are poorly offloaded, um, so they're getting pressure on the wounds. Um, there can be infections um, going on as well. They might need antibiotics. Um, there can be large blood vessel disease and then uh, small blood vessel disease. So again, it's it's the, the, the bottom line is uh, giving people good coordinated care.
2: So when we first got the new uh, hyperbaric oxygen chamber a few years ago, I did a show on it and we had listeners, uh, CCO listeners, who became patients out of that. I remember one gentleman just distinctly, um, he had had wounds for a great long time, had not yet tried um, hyperbaric for it, and he became a healed <laughs> they they healed and so um it was just a, a an um, amazing success story and it and the the interesting thing is he well he's not unique it does work um tell me or, or tell our listeners if you could tom you know what what they would expect if you were actually in a hyperbaric chamber yes. that's so, not
0: something people do every day no it's not um You know the the biggest issue that people have is with their ears. Um, So if you've ever flown on a plane um, or or gone up to the top of a tall building, that pressure you feel in your ears—that's the most obvious thing that you'll notice um, when you're traveling down to pressure. Um, You'll feel some discomfort. You said the word dive. Dive, yeah. It's like a submarine. Exactly. Um, So yeah, our our roots are in dive medicine. Um, So um, like treating people with the bends, like we talked about earlier. But uh, when you're going to pressure, you'll you'll feel some pressure changes in your ear, Um, and and, uh, that's the most noticeable effect. Um, you know why you need a doctor to kind of decide if this is an appropriate thing for you is because there are certain medical conditions that will put you at higher risk for other problems if you have underlying heart or lung issues um, you can have complications so um, that's that's why uh, you need a doctor to talk about you know whether you're appropriate or not to, to have hyperbaric oxygen therapy um, but uh, you know once you get down to pressure it, it's a, it's you know a pretty um painless experience um except are reading a magazine reading a magazine out, yeah. we have a a, a a you can watch a movie in our chamber um so um or you can sleep i think a lot of people sleep and come out feeling refreshed from a 2 hour nap there so it's uh, it's not too too bad so do you, do you measure how the pressure in there by by what we how measure, do you know how deep they are you know, you so can to do speak. psi or, or we do feet of seawater so um i think you know if you talk about seawater it's it's kind of easier for people to kind of wrap their heads around um the way to think about it is for our average wound patient, we take them down if they were scuba diving 45 feet under the water, kind of the equivalent of that. Wow. But you're sitting in a room and the only reason it's like being underwater is because those molecules around you are packed closer together. So all of the, all you guys who don't scuba dive, you can do it in downtown Minneapolis
2: just across <laughs> the street from U.S. Bank Stadium. Now, I bet there's a whole lot of people didn't know that, of literally – Kitty corner across the street you know, from
0: US Bank saying where the Vikings are playing, there's a submarine. Every so often we'll get someone who's you know in their eighties and you know they've never you know have, have any travel experience or you know no scuba diving and we'll get them and they'll do fine with their ears. And I'll say, you know, if you ever want to take up scuba diving after we get past this, you, You're you, ready you, to you would do go. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to alert listeners that um
2: it is one of the more unique. Things that we have here in downtown Minneapolis and at Hennepin Healthcare, the, the limb preservation program and the hyperbaric chamber. It is a beautiful facility that is running all the time, helping a great deal of people from the upper Midwest and beyond. We want you to be able to see it. So what we're going to do, if you remember last year, our Here for Health series, that's where we have free events for people in downtown Minneapolis who are curious and intellectually I'm inquisitive, or maybe you have a wound yourself. Um, and we brought people downtown Minneapolis for a series of health topics. We are just now putting together our 2019 Here for Health Series. And if I'm, if I'm lucky, I'm going to try to get these two to agree to have one of those in the hyperbaric oxygen chamber so that you could actually see it. You won't see one of these anywhere else that looks like this. You won't see such state-of-the-art medicine. And if you Um, are interested in that, you're going to want to stay tuned to this um, broadcast in the coming weeks because we're going to announce some dates and we're going to see if I can convince these two who run our limb preservation program to let a whole bunch of the public in. So um, uh, I haven't brought that up with them yet, so I just brought it up with them on the air. (laughs) I'm kind of kidding. We're we're sort of in talks to do that, uh, that, one of our Here for Health series. So do please stay tuned for more um, about that um, right here on on the show next week and the week after and the week after that. Um, so Dr. Bowerly, for you then, so you work, um, how do you know then when a wound needs you to take a scalpel to it, not to put too much of a fine a point on it?
3: Uh, it's pretty clear. Um, either through, uh, we see an infection process that needs debridement, um, <clears throat> or if they have a uh, uh, wound necrosis from lack of blood flow where it actually turns gangrene, either dry or wet, uh, then we need to um, uh, remove that necrotic tissue. Otherwise, it can get bacteria infection through the rest of the the body.
2: Do people do, uh, I know they do, I know the answer to this, but I want you to answer it. Do people do okay after having toes amputated or a portion of their foot?
3: They do very well. So um, we try and save... uh, Because nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. We always try and keep the amputation as distal as possible, leaving as as many of the tendon attachments as possible. And people do well um, getting them back into diabetic shoes with an insert, um, whether it's toes or partial foot amp. Um, And we try and uh, reserve more of a a more proximal amputation of the foot, leaving just the heel uh, for people who don't ambulate farther distances.
2: Yeah, I can, I can speak to that. Just in the hospital this week, I've been working in the hospital. I've had two patients, um, one who had to have an amputation just below the knee because it got too far. It would have been far better to deal with that and try to preserve that limb before it, it got to that point. I'm sure that's your goal as well. Um we are going to take a break. We're going to take listener calls and texts um, in the second half of the show. We're going to talk a little bit um, with with my guests more about hyperbaric oxygen and a little bit about stem cells and how they um, might be able to um, help in wound healing. Um, they have expertise in this that I lack. And so I'm going to tap their
1: brains for that as well. Very good. We'll take this break. We have uh, about another half hour of the show to go. We're going to open up the phone lines and the text line if you uh, want to join in on the conversation. 651 651- 989 9226. 651 989 9226. Or if you'd prefer, send a text. That number is seven81 81807, 81807. And good morning. Welcoming your phone calls and text messages this morning. And before we throw it back to Dr. Hilden, 651 989 9226. If you want to call in your question or send a text, 81807. And then for those folks, maybe joined us a little bit late, who did you bring with you today?
2: Good morning, thank you, Denny. Um, I have Dr. Nicole Bowerly and Dr. Tom Masters. They are part of our team in our hyperbaric um, program, the wound um, um, uh, the wound center, and our limb preservation program. They are, they are experts in helping you with wounds um, on your body. Um, primarily, we're talking here about your feet, um, which is a, a Big concern for people with both diabetes and blood vessel problems to your feet. So, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We have a lot of text messages. We're going to let listeners drive a lot of the second half of the show with your text messages. We're going to talk a little bit about um, wounds elsewhere on your body. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, stem cells for wound healing. And so we have a lot to cover. Um, I want to thank you both for being back on the show. Nikki, thanks for being here.
3: Thanks for having me back. She's a
2: surgeon who's actively working like today. So she's going to go leave the studio here and probably go put on scrubs and uh, and help out some people in the hospital. And then we have Dr. Tom Masters. He is an emergency surgeon. Um, department physician, and he also has a subspecialty interest in hyperbaric oxygen. Tom, thank you for being back on the show. Thanks for having me. I do want to alert people that um, this is a unique type of medical care that is effective, it's proven, and it's not available everywhere. So if you want to um, learn more about it, if you want to actually, if you have non-healing wounds, I do suggest you talk to your primary care doctors about some other options, including our limb preservation program. If you um, want information about any of the doctors at Hennepin, we do have a phone number and a website. The website is simply HennepinHealthcare.org, and you can um, uh, go to that site for all information. Or if you want to get into any of our doctors um, at our clinics in downtown Minneapolis or around the western metro area, if you want more information about the wound healing program, it's 612-873-6963. 612 873 Six, three, so, if we could, if you guys are okay with this, I want to go to a couple um text messages, and uh I want to first talk about who might be a candidate for hyperbaric by uh, we might not be able to answer this question specifically because it's about a specific patient, but to talk about it um to to get us to talk about who might be a candidate um for that that um one says this it says my eighty four year old mom has been dealing with leg wounds recently um it's been going on for two years. Uh, she has been working with vein and wound doctors. She's been hospitalized a couple times with infections of the wounds. She has been told she's not a candidate for oxygen uh, the oxygen chamber. Um, this texter then sent a picture, which we can't get. So sorry, texter, I can't get pictures on our, our text line. But it's probably okay anyways because then we'd be, we'd be crossing into, like, helping an individual patient, and, and we can't do that so specifically. But maybe one of the two of you could talk about who might or might not be a the process for getting into hyperbaric, it's not not everybody can get it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. So, there's you know, hyperbaric has kind of a lot of promise, and, and it's it's really although we've been doing dive related stuff for a hundred years or so now, um, you know what we do as far as wounds and some of the other applications are. It's kind of a newer process um, for patients. So. We have a set of criteria um, that's set up by the Undersea and Hyperbaric Medicine Society. It has the best science behind it because the, these these treatments are costly and 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 time consuming. Um, we typically see patients for a couple months. Um, it would be, a, be a kind of an average treatment course, and so we want to make sure that we're giving you the best options and that we're treating things that have the best evidence behind it. So that that's kind of how our broadly our thought process goes, um, but. Really, we're happy to talk to anybody if they have um, any questions about it. So, you know, if they, if they want to give us a call, they can certainly do that. If they want to schedule an appointment and we can kind of sort things out and, and, and like we talked about earlier, see what's been done and what needs to be done, we're happy to do consults, um, you know, whether they start off with Dr. Bowerly or whether they start off in hyperbarics. And, you know, if we think that they need Dr. Bowerly's expertise or any of her colleagues' expertise, we, we can kind of the, – the, the stream runs both ways there. Mm-hmm. So we
2: help How them do people normally get into you? Um, Nikki, how do people get into you um – are they usually referred by their primary doctor or do they call you up and say, you're a most, foot surgeon, help?
3: Yep, most are referrals, but we do not need a referral. Um, you can always check with your insurance first to see um, if you, a referral is required by your insurance. Um, I am in the new building in the surgery clinic, um, and I'm also in in the Center for Wound Healing, which is right next to the hyperbaric chamber.
2: So um, she talked about the new building. That's our clinic and specialty center on 8th Street and Park Avenue in, in downtown Minneapolis, which is Minnesota's most state-of-the-art medical facility, actually. Um, and so uh, if you want to get in uh, to see, see them, that's the number, 612-873-6963. I'm also going to uh, resume the myhealthymatters.org site it has been on hiatus for a few months, um, literally for because it t- t- uh, I haven 't written any posts in the last few months. I'm going to resume that. Um, we're going to do a little bit about this one, and, um, and so there'll be more information about wound healing, and then I'm also going to do one about last week's show, which is about dermatology. Uh, and so you can. Um, there'll be links there. So in the coming week, you're going to want to go to myhealthymatters.org for more information. Um, there's a question here, uh, Doctor Masters, about wounds elsewhere on the body. Um, and let me see if I can find it in here. What about wounds on the scalp? Uh, that's uh, I'm paraphrasing the text message there. But is does do the do the wounds?
0: Is it wound healing work on other places? Yeah, I mean the short answer is it depends. Um, the, the long answer is that if there's going to be a surgery involved, if they're going to try to have grafting, um, if there's going to be any kind of other bigger procedure to get something to heal, um, that's a place where hyperbarics can play a role. Um, we certainly have seen patients who have had wounds on their, their head and, and scalp um, in the past. Um, and we've treated them. Um, we have see people, people who have head, injur- or head wounds, um, not infrequently, but a lot of those are related to radiation injury from their cancer therapies. Um, So it all kind of depends on what's going on. This person in that scalp wound question said it's an
2: MRSA wound. Do you deal with, um, so for listeners, that's a resistant staph um, bacteria. It's one that uh, there are antibiotics for, but it's one that's kind of one of those bugs that's kind of a stronger resistant bug. Do you do infected wounds
0: as well? We do, but we want to have the infection kind of under control. Um, One of the indications for therapy is patients who have, chronic refractory osteomyelitis, which means a bone infection that they've been treating and treating with antibiotics, and it's failed to treat. And that is an indication for therapy with hyperbaric oxygen.
2: Okay. I want to talk a little bit now about um, uh, stem cells and osteoarthritis of the feet, two different things. So maybe that one's for you, Dr. Bowerly. The the, uh, the the question from the text, or is there any hope for osteoarthritis
3: in the feet? So stem cell therapy, let's start there, yeah. um, is a hot topic right now. Um, and part of stem cell therapy is FDA approved for um, uh, certain indications. So I will use stem therapy, stem cell therapy for wounds. I can do an injection um, in the operating room se- setting, or sheets of stem cell that we can lay into the wound to help with healing as well. Um, what's not approved right now is uh, joint injections, but there are many promising trials uh, and. The early results are are very favorable, uh, better than uh, steroid injections, um, but there's it's not FDA approved right now, so a lot of the stem cell therapy is out of pocket. So um, talk to your doctor about if that's appropriate for osteoarthritis of the feet. So just kind of wear and tear, daily overuse of the feet. Uh, we do things like orthotics. Um, sometimes physical therapy can be helpful. Uh, sometimes surgery is needed for, for osteoarthritis.
2: I think I the number one you know, broad topic of questions that I get on the show that I have been unable to answer over the last few years is about stem cells. I get asked it a lot, and I've told listeners on the show, I don't know, it shows promise, it shows promise, um, but I don't know, and, and I'm literally just ignorant, I don't know. But a lot of that data and a lot of that medical research is ongoing, isn't it?
3: So there's over 45 companies right now in the U.S. that you, uh, produce stem cells, and it can be placental or cord cells, or even just recruitment growth factors. So it will recruit your own body's stem cells. But as we get older, the amount of stem cells in our body reduces.
2: We're going to talk about that more. We're not done with that topic. So you want to listen into that after the break?
1: All right. Very good. is our phone number. Text number is 81807. I see sunshine here in the Twin Cities. Our current CCO temperature reading, 51. And good morning. Welcome back to Healthy Matters this morning. And uh, if you want to give us a call, we still have time. 651-989-9226. Again, text number. And I know we have those, uh, Dr. Hilden, 81807.
2: Thank you, Denny. Um, Back to you, Dr. Uh, Nikki Bowerly, about talking about stem cells you said they – where do they come from? You mentioned it, but could you say that again? They come from umbilical cords?
3: So they can come from placental cells, placenta, the placenta itself, um, where they harvest cells from there, or from the umbilical cord. So um, they're – Do you inject them into the wound? We inject them into the wound, or they come in very thin sheets that we can lay into the wound. And what
2: – uh, and, and explain them what they do.
3: So um, as we get older, our actual stem cells um, that come for wound healing, just every normal adult, um, the stem cells kind of lessen as we get older. And then we also know uh, that in, di- in our diabetic population, our stem, cell, uh, stem cells are even less in that population, so really at a disadvantage for healing wounds. So we're, since we're not making our own or we don't have as many, we will place them into the wounds for adjunctive therapy. So once we clear out the infection, um, offload them appropriately, fix the blood flow. Sometimes these wounds are still slow to heal. That's why we're adding in hyperbarics. And then we're also doing um, different types of collagen grafting, stem cell grafting, wound vac therapy. So these aren't just simple dressing changes. I think that's where a lot of times uh, diabetic foot ulcers get stuck is it's just repetitive daily dressing changes, but really the standard of care is to do more advanced um, orthobiologics.
2: So um, I appreciate you mentioning that because um, we're going to, that's going to be something you're going to hear about a lot more, I think, in the coming years. And um, I appreciate we finally have somebody that was able to help me out and answer some of the questions. About it. So thank you, Dr. Barley. Hey, more questions for you, Tom, about the ty- about the hyperbaric chamber. First of all, do you get claustrophobic in it? And how, you know, how big is this thing?
0: So there's a lot of different kinds of hyperbaric chambers. Ours, um, we have a, a large room. Um, we can hold eight patients in there at a time. Um, you sit in a recliner, um, and uh, it's it's not particularly claustrophobic. You do have to wear a mask or a hood, so kind of a plastic thing over your head. It's more like a room. It is, yeah. It, it's a room, um, and uh, um, you know we have. Th- Three different rooms um, that we can use. Um, there's actually um, a toilet in one of them. So um, it, it's it's kind of like the bus. We tell you not to use it unless you really need to. But oh uh, um, okay. it, it's, it's that big. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: That just brings up a lot. Of, but you're not alone in this room, is it? You know, It's, it's got a, like a little no, you're, you're airplane not alone. toilet you, in there? You're in there with other patients. Um, you're always in there with uh, some other medical professional, whether it's a uh, nurse, a technician, or um, sometimes we have some uh, physician in there sometimes depending on what's going on.
1: All right, let's go to the phones. Again, here's the number. There's one line open at 651-989-9226. Uh, let's see. Russ is calling for Forest Lake, I believe. Russ, you're on CCO. Yes. I've, um, in January, had a total ankle replacement, and the wound on the top of my ankle did not heal. We've tried different things. And uh, most recently, in fact, just last week, I had an embryonic, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, a skin graft done. And now they've got a wound vac that's on top of it. Have you had much experience with wound vacs?
2: Dr. Bowerly.
3: I'm putting on a wound vac in about an hour. <laughs> so we use wound vacs um, every week, every day. Um, it's a pretty common practice whenever there's um, a larger um, soft tissue deficit. Uh, they work great. Um, just want to make sure, and I'm sure it sounds like you're getting pretty good care, uh, that um, there's no sinus tract or infection down leading into that implant.
2: I've seen a lot of wound vacs, and, and they are standard of care in many cases, aren't they? Now, th- this was one after have, having had an ankle replacement. Is that common, ankle replacements?
3: Um, so knees, uh, hips, Shoulders are more common. Ankle implants um, don't seem to last as long as knees. uh, So you can get 15, 20, even 30 years out of a a knee or hip replacement. Ankles are only lasting about 10 years. Mm. Um, So I think it's because of the wear and tear and the weight-bearing joint. Uh, More advances in technology are are in the market, uh, but they're not seeming to last as long. So there's very strict criteria for ankle replacements.
2: Here's a a one from a text messenger from a person with diabetes who's in a wheelchair. What is the proper way to treat a pressure sore that has developed in a wheelchair-bound patient with diabetes? It's probably on their on their rear end,
3: or or it could be on their heel. Could be Um, on their heel, or on the outside of the feet. If so, usually pressure points. So you want to really focus on offloading. Uh, so there are certain types of offloading boots that, uh, are very helpful. You want to work with your physical therapist, um, and, uh, adjust your wheelchair. So there are different types of, um, rests that can be adjusted, uh, and then offloading for the, the feet so you don't end up with pressure wounds or sores.
2: Okay. We can, do we have time for any more? Yes, we do. To...
1: Let's do uh, Gerald Stillwater. Gerald, what is your question, please? Yes, I would like to ask you why you never teach about prevention and maintenance instead of always waiting until there's a problem and then inventing some way to cure it. Why? Okay, great question,
2: Gerald, because um, it's a good point. Prevention is, is the way to go. And if um, you might want to listen to the podcast of the show because the first 10 minutes of the show, uh, Dr. Barley was talking about how prevention is more important. Let's reiterate that point because that's how we started the show today.
3: So prevention is the key to all of this. Working with your primary care, um, if you need an endocrinologist, um, a doctor that specializes in managing uh, blood glucose, uh, that is very key. See your podiatrist at least once a year. Uh, Get your testing to make sure that you don't have neuropathy. Uh, Custom shoes and inserts um, when you qualify. That is all uh, the best care um, to help prevent amputations.
2: Yeah I I think you're right Gerald it is and and I think that both of our physicians here in the uh, in the studio would concur with it is obviously the best way to go but there are people it's difficult and challenging and if you are to the point when you have a wound that's not healing I think it's kind of nice to know that you, you you don't have to throw in the towel there are um there are options for you I have so many patients with diabetes we were talking in the first part of the show about one in 10 Minnesotans almost has diabetes and of those a lot of them don't know it. And so um, the best thing to do, as Dr. Bowerly said um, at the top of the show, was um, see your primary care doctor and get, and get um, preventive measures underway. And if you need to have a, a wound taken care of that isn't healing, despite your best efforts, we have some options for you. I do want to um, tell you how to get a hold of uh, our hyperbaric program, our limb preservation program. The number is 612-873-6963 that stands for the the letters are 612873mymd but it's 6128736963 i also encourage you to go to myhealthymatters.org regular readers of the site will notice i haven't done anything in the last few months we're going to change that now this springtime and i'll put a thing about this uh, limb preservation program Thank you, Dr. Masters. Thank you, Dr. Bowerly. Thank you.
3: Thanks for having us. Next, Great to
2: have you back. Next
1: week's show is going to be
2: about? We are going to talk about traumatic brain injury.
1: It is the season, Very unfortunately. Good. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? a over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch.